0: reset rebel, it's the reset rebel, it's the reset rebel, it's the
1: reset rebel, coming to you every day so here we are in the campo uh, very close to Aksara you can probably hear the sounds Of the birds tweeting, just like our very last podcast, bizarrely, in San Antonio. But this time, we are literally in the middle of nowhere, and it's absolutely stunningly beautiful. And I'm joined by the very cosmic, Kim. (laughs) <laughs> Do I have to say something? <laughs> that is the point of a podcast, oh, okay, one has okay, to talk. <laughs> um, hello, hi, hi Joe. <laughs> it's just, you know, such a pleasure to actually be sitting here finally because we've been talking about doing this for absolutely forever yeah. and you are doing some very cosmic things that I've been kind of wanting to talk to you about for ages and I'm absolutely loving your project, so it's, it's going to be great to have you here. But of course this podcast is podcast about people who've reset themselves and of course we actually met through our previous connections in the music industry so yeah. talk, tell people a little bit about your background and how you came to the island
0: ah so um, I first came to the island when I was 16 and I came on an 18 to 30s holiday even though I was too young um, with all of my friends and it, it changed my life because even though I was in San Antonio and getting drunk every night um, I just felt this magic of the island. That I didn't even know what it was at that time. And then from that trip, I decided to change my course at uni- uh, college and from being a hairdresser to leisure and tourism. And because I wanted to be a holiday rep in Ibiza. And thank God I found raving <laughs> before that happened. And then, yeah, when I was like 16, I guess just after that, but my friend used to take me raving at this place called Bentley's in Bognor Regis. And she was older than me. So she taught me loads of things. Bentley's in Bogner, Regis, Bentley's Bogner. It was C.J. McIntosh. She was amazing, and um, yeah. And then I got really into Danny Rampling and Love Groove Dance Party, and uh, then came to Ibiza again when I was eighteen, and I knew a little bit more at that point. And at this point, I was reading all the magazines like Music, Mix Mag, Ministry, and I started writing to them all, asking for work experience. And the only one that got back to me was Ministry magazine, and that was probably about two months after I came back from Ibiza, randomly. And um, then they were like, come and do some work experience. So I did one week's of work experience and they liked me. So they kept me on and I stayed there for ages. And then I just got like two, did two years of work experience and uh, different uh, labels like a magazine. So Ministry, mixed Mag Music, and then Defected Records was my first record label that I worked for. And then I just moved through different record labels and set up my own PR company uh, called Rebel Butterfly. Like 13 years ago, 13 years ago. And uh, yeah, and then
1: in 2008, I started getting more on this path, I guess, mm-hmm. and started. But when no. I th- we met, I think it must have been the Mixed Mag connection, because obviously it
0: was. We I, met I was ago. in
1: London. I was, yeah, definitely hanging out in London and knew quite a lot of the same people as you. So I think it could have been. Uh, Gavin Hurley who was a mutual friend of yeah. ours uh, <laughs> Gavin- I think that's who introduced us because I've got a picture of us it came up not that long ago on Facebook memories a picture of us on DC 10 terrace and you in this little black bowler hat looking oh. like you were having the time of your life
0: oh my god I was that would have been 2006 I know
1: I know everything by my
0: fancy dress timings <laughs> and I remember that bowler hat yeah wow I had the best time of my life basically but Gavin we met definitely via Gavin probably around that time That's exactly...
1: I think that was the very first time I even clamped eyes on you, possibly. I don't think I'd seen you before that moment. And um, it was a cracking introduction, I have to say, (laughs) as intros go. You made an impact and an impression that you'll probably last a lifetime. Wow, yeah. That was was actually my favourite year
0: ever, I think, on the island. And it was 12 years ago now. And it was just so much fun because I was working for We Love It Space. And we all had this villa together. And everyone that lived in the villa worked for We Love as well so we all had this kind of rule that we would party all on Sundays everyone would come back to our villa I had two wardrobes of fancy dress everyone had to get into one item of fancy dress it was the rule and then um we'd stay up and then go to DC 10 basically
1: in fancy that dress. was when I saw you yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> having the best time yeah
1: I think yeah, I think that sounds like a good policy, frankly. And it's great that you feel like you're able to chart the exact moment in time through your outfit. That, to me, <laughs> speaks of pure cosmic, <laughs> cosmicness.
0: Yeah, I just remember that hat. I loved it. And, yeah, that summer. Wow. It hmm. was amazing. <laughs> really, <laughs> it was quite a
1: good one. I have yeah. to... Uh, I concur. I wholly concur.
0: It was just... Yeah, it was, it was silly. It was brilliant. There was one... We had um, the closing party of space of We Love... We had a big, we we're going to do a big after party back at Oz with Tia Schwartz and um, everyone left the club early and they left me there. Then they were like calling me going, Kim, there's no lights, Kim, there's no needle deck, no, no deck for the needle, no needle for the deck. And I was like, okay, cool. So as space finished, I nicked a needle from the deck and then took it back to the party and I was like, got the needle and then everyone played and then... Like three days later or whatever, I went back into space and I was like, I've got this for you. They're like, hey, we were looking for that. I'm
1: surprised I didn't actually uh, yeah, arrest you or something. No, I
0: worked for them. My nickname was Terremoto, which means earthquake, um, (laughs) because
1: it was a nightmare. (laughs) You were a whirling dervish, definitely. There's no doubt about the fact that you definitely had a little bit of the Captain Chaos about you on that dance floor at DC10, which, you know, is just the best, you know, I love this version of you, but I also equally... Loved and adored that version of you because you were so much fun. It was ridiculous. Uh,
0: she comes out like once a year. now. <laughs> once a year. I'm letting uh, what, her out. Give, give me the date. I need to lock that into the diary. She's coming out in August over Houghton weekend. <laughs> but actually, she might come out in Ibiza at the end of at the end of the summer as well. But what's, give, what's Houghton weekend? Houghton's is like Craig Richards festival. I'm going to teach yoga at it, and then I've asked for Saturday and Sunday off so I can have fun. Where actually, it's Gavin's birthday. No way. Yeah, 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 Uh It's in England, somewhere. <laughs> so, um, it's in Dorset, I think, one of the, yeah, down south, in that southern bit. But yeah, so that's going to be my um, Teramoto will come out. Mm-hmm. Little Rave Kim. I was saying that to someone the other day, actually. I was like, saying, like, I'm teaching yoga now and I'm doing all this. That, and then they were like, yeah, yeah, come and do some yoga. And I was like, Little Rave Kim comes out very rarely, but she's still, she's still inside me. She's still, like, there in my heart. <laughs>
1: I think, you you know, you should never kind of put that little rave Kim to bed. I mean, she needs to come out like once once in a while when it feels like the time is right. And there's, you know, there's absolutely I mean, that's why I love working in the yoga scene here. And that's why I love working in wellness on Ibiza is because, you know, there are so many of us that still have a foot in both camps. And, you know, just because you're teaching yoga doesn't mean that you can't have a lot of fun sometimes. And, you know, it's all about the balance. But what was that? When was the moment where you kind of really decided that, you know, you wanted to get into yoga a little bit deeper and take it? You know, further than perhaps maybe from just practicing when you were still working in music?
0: Hmm. Well, I had a really big shift in 2008. So my mum passed in 2008, and I was really, I realized I couldn't rave the way that I used to rave anymore. And I was trying, I tried very hard for like three months. And then I would just things would happen where I wasn't feeling good inside. So um, I started practicing yoga. And then I noticed that as I was practicing every day, my mind was getting better. It was getting clearer. I wasn't so depressed and going through all these different things. And then, um, yeah, then I just, it got to a point where it was every day. And then just magical things happened. And this course came up in India. And I went, to, same place as you. We we, taught, we we trained at the same place. That's mad, actually. Um, but, yeah, and then I did the training. And when I came back, I started teaching. But I still wasn't quite ready to hang my rave boots up um, fully. A oh, rave flip-flops up fully um so I was kind of doing like little bits and then I came away again and then I think like two years ago I really like felt the calling coming back stronger and it was just um yeah and just thank god like yoga really sorts me out as as you know as well but it's really like my mind my body my heart my emotions everything so and I love sharing it as well kind of different ways as well like I was super inspired the other day when you were saying about how you You have this spiral practice. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't even... I remember learning that, but I can't remember what it is. And then I was like, okay, how do I teach yoga? And I realized... And my friend yesterday was like, you should go and see this teacher because she really talks about the muscles in the bottom and all of this. And I don't do that. I'm more about the
1: energy. I love it when you talk about the muscles in the bottom. The I love bottom. talking about the muscles and yeah. I love touching them as well. I'm not going to lie; There is always a moment in class where you just kind of have to have a little touch.
0: In your bottom. Um, I know. I, I remember this in my last training, there's this guy called, uh, I've just forgotten his name. But he taught a class called Psy Yoga. And I thought it was like sighing yoga. But it was psychedelic yoga and he's like this crazy elf man and then he would like be teaching the class and doing all of these like moves and then I was like what muscles that work and he's like I don't work on muscles I work on energy and I was like cool's <laughs> just what's his name he's he brilliant. sounds
1: epic we definitely need to get him on the podcast
0: oh my god you really do he's an elf like beyond elf and um <laughs> He's a permaculture. He's, yeah, he's funny. Um, but yeah, and I think I do the same actually. When I'm when I'm teaching, it's more about the energy that's coming through between us all and and learning with it and knowing, you know, obviously I know about the muscles, but I don't like the peripherus and things like that. I'm not very good at that. But um yeah. I don't know, and I love sharing, and I think also yeah, it's the same as you, like the it's really important to keep in balance. So still having your fun, crazy party going out there doing things, but then knowing what you need to do to bring you back into balance. And that's like really important. And I think it's Bon Jovi, um, I heard a rumor that he, um, every time he performs live, he gets his chakras realigned afterwards so he can come back off of it because it's such a buzz when you're performing and you're like, "Ah!" and then you're coming down and then you don't know what to do with yourself. And I think a lot of people, that's when, you know, they would drink or just continue partying and stuff like this, whereas actually you can do yoga or something like this that would bring you back into your body and like okay i'm back now i'm here again Mm -hmm. so
1: i think that is an incredibly powerful message actually because um you know we've had this conversation obviously not on the podcast but about you know the the well I say the problem of the music industry, but, you know, the influence of, of being involved in the nightlife world and, you know, how do you come down off those dizzy, dizzy heights and how do you pep yourself up as well to, to go out and perform and to be on stage in front of thousands of people in, you know, Ushuaia or High or, you know, any of the other super clubs um, on this island? Like, it's a lot of pressure mm. and that obviously does, you know, generally lead to sort of drinking or drug-taking, Um and that's never probably going to end, but you know there does need to be a little bit more awareness around that, certainly.
0: Yeah, I I, I remember when I stopped started experimenting with not drinking, going out, and I was like, okay, why do I want to drink? Why do I want to drink? And as soon as I got into a social situation, as soon as there was some sort of pressure coming towards me or expectation, I would have a drink because it would uh, numb, numb those feelings. And then I just started, yeah, just doing, like, carrying crystals with me. Like, that was, like, my biggest thing, to, like, bring crystals to ground me and to protect me. And there's other things that you can do, like putting a golden light around you or something like this so that you're walking through and people's energies don't affect you because a lot of times in clubs, as you know, people are coming to escape and they're coming to release all of their shit, especially coming somewhere like a Ibiza it's just like this is my one week I'm going to let everything go but um and if you're a light then you're going to soak that in as well so it's really important to clean and just to kind of there's energetic things that you can do um I think yeah d- like holding crystals cleaning yourself before you go in protecting yourself making sure you've got time on your own as well and then when you come home I know there's that feeling of like oh I've had all of these people around me then I've got nothing what do I do and God, it's, that's the hard one. I think nature is the biggest healer for that one. Hug a tree. Hug a tree. <laughs> I, I, did a, I, did a, um, I went to the Rise Up Festival this weekend. And they were saying, if you've got any extra energy in your heart, go and give it to a tree. Like, go and hug a tree. And I was like, yeah, go to
1: do it. Um, yeah. I think it's sort of grounding, really, is what's, what's missing on this island. It is such a, an energetic island because of all the different things that take place here whether that be in the nightclubs or whether that be in the healing world there's a lot of like energy and we talk about this word and I do find it quite wanky sometimes but I'm gonna use it I'm gonna use it and energy. there is a lot of energy going on here <laughs> and you know that's from people getting hyped up and it's also from a lot of work that's being done here so the two things together you know I will find myself literally practically levitating and I just feel so ungrounded and I feel completely like you know, everything's starting to spiral out of control. And literally the only thing I really, the biggest tool I've got in the moment, apart from obviously yoga, is just, yeah, just taking my shoes off and going for a mm. walk on the beach yeah. or putting my feet in the water. And actually I'm using that one like all the time at the moment. It's really, really handy. And I think just grounding in general is like, you know, something that, again, in the music world is the reason that things start to spiral out of control are, you know, when people just become very ungrounded from that performance, that gig, that pressure, that kind of, you know, elevated or sort of pedestal really, that they're all put on as well
0: so much so and it's like and you know having good friends around you is so important as well like keeping you back down to earth but um, I never wear shoes that's like I, I hardly ever wear shoes that's my whole thing and then also swimming um, apparently if you swim for 20 minutes you reset your energy field as well so that's a really good one and yeah getting in the sea we've got every. we've got all the tools here that can help bring us back and and you know we've spoke about this as well, but like um Ibiza is ruled by the the sign of Scorpio, which you are as well. And um Scorpio is a huge sign of transformation. So it's kind of it has the complete darkness and the complete light and it's able to merge the two, which I think is why it's so magic, this island as well. And um yeah. I, I and the whole reason why I started Cosmic Pineapple as well, like one of the reasons, is to is to not just get lost in the rave but but to transform things. So if you're coming If you're coming into a party and you want to, like, if you've got this stuff to go through, then you dance it with intention and you move it with intention and you start shifting things. And it's just about awareness, a lot of it. And then knowing that there's all these, like, little tools to help you. And the music helps you move things so much. Um, I know dance music, for me, helped me shift so many darker elements within myself. And and I I wasn't even aware of it. But now we've got this beautiful consciousness that's coming through to everyone where they're more aware of what's going on and... um, As soon as you've got that, then things start really shifting, I think. Mm.
1: But, you know, I do find that it can just, like, catapult me into a place where I just, you know, never really expected I could still go. And it just feels really good. And it can be very, very healing. And it's not all about, you know, cutting things out of your life. Like, once you get into a yogic path of life or, like, get really into health or wellness. Like, it's just about being able, as you said before, to reset yourself in the aftermath and knowing how to come back and feel good once again, which is why I kind of wanted to obviously hear more about this amazing project that you've launched, Cosmic Pineapple, that you just mentioned. But like, you know, obviously that came from your your background in music and it's obviously at an amazing venue that's obviously got its roots in music. Tell us more about it. Yeah.
0: Um, so I started Cosmic Pineapple in 2014, I think. This is the third year as a website. And um, the idea was to bring... He, wisdom from healers and wisdom keepers from around the world and just to share share things. And also from people that were waking up themselves that wanted to share things. Um, for example, uh, Simon Baker, who is a DJ, has just shared something about um, what he offers, which I've just forgotten what it is right now. Hilarious. Um, what's it called? Anyway, it's something... To, oh, I forgot. Shit. Um, you can come back to it. It doesn't can matter. can come back to that. Um, that's really funny. But yeah, then DJs do Cosmixes as well. So mixes with Intention, uh, which you know, it's called a cosmic, so they can make a music of any a mix of music of anything that they feel is cosmic to them. And there's pieces on meditation, on chakras, on yoga, on, on everything, basically, and um, on nurturing things also, and destination, although I've only ever written about Iceland for some reason in the destination. It just hasn't come up. But um, it's a passion project. And then two years ago... I started doing the events at Pikes. Um I started teaching I started teaching yoga at Pikes. It was one of the first places I taught in 2013 Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or twelve, I can't remember. I think it's two thousand No, it's two thousand and twelve. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um and then so I've always loved Pikes and it's always been this crazy little venue that has just got so much character towards it. And I went to a friend's birthday party like Three years ago, and it was bonkers. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't realise that this is possible here as well. And then we had, uh, and then I was been chatting to Dawn about it, about Pikes, and the idea. I wanted to do this event, and originally I wanted to do it underground, but then Pikes came up, and I was like, "Oh my god! Why didn't I not think of Pikes before with everything?" And then, so yeah, the idea is to merge the music and the magic side of the island, and it's bringing together the healers, the um, the teachers the music people the creatives and it's bringing them all into this massively creative space to to with a with a strong intention so the first year was based on the elements earth air fire water we did four events on those and then we did the fifth element Last year, which is either ether or love, depending on which scale you look at. But um, for me, uh, the definition of, definition of ether is the energy that exists beyond the physical realm. So love is the same as that kind of thing. But um, yeah, so basically, right. So we start at four o'clock, and you you enter through the rainbow. Uh, which is a sign of unity and you come in through the rainbow you make a donation to a charity that we have selected on the door and then you come if you come at four o'clock you come and do the opening ceremony which helps set the intention for the whole event and I really like everyone that's at that's working on the event to come to that as well and so we do that and then in the cosmic activation zone we have things like yoga classes meditation classes qigong which is really good as well i started using qigong moves on dance floors recently which really shift shifts how's that working out energy. for you <laughs> i mean i think i was doing it for a long time without realizing it but it's just like you know using your hands to shift the energy your the energy then the etheric body um, and then uh, yeah so that's going on in the cosmic activation we've got the pink tennis courts which is the uh, once upon a night once upon a time night market and my vision for that was to have like uh, you know the goa night market which is kind of a bit wild. You never know what's going to happen around any corner. So it's got all the different creative market sellers from across the island. And we have things like belly dancing and hoop dancing. And we have a little kiddies art corner as well. So it's just... Last year, like, kids were making robots and running around with all this silver tinsel and just making so much mess.
1: And then... Um, I think my favourite thing on those pink tennis courts was the uh, the ecstatic oh. dance that sort of kicks <laughs> off in the middle of the market. <laughs> yeah. And you've got people... Doing some very interesting dance moves that I've never experienced before.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, what did you say? Voyeurism is finest. Um, yeah, like we, I don't know how that happened. I think it's just, I overbook it all the time. So we always <laughs> put things in odd places. And uh, yeah, the dance classes, it's just weird, isn't it? Because you're sitting there drinking a drink up by the pool and you're like, what's going on down there? We had an awesome cacao ceremony there this year, actually, right in the middle. And just this energy just creates something. And it's, I think it's Carl Jung said, uh, when two energies meet, uh, they can never the change is something that it can never um, not happen I can't remember what the exact quote is but
1: I love bringing different energies together that's one of my favourite things I mean there is when you look at the actual kind of lineup of, of things I mean you know particularly in a place like Pikes which you know is a I call it the labyrinth really yeah. um, because I sort of feel a bit like Alice in Wonderland every time I go there and I just I'll always get lost down some little little hole somewhere and yeah. <laughs> um, And it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun to be had. There's lots of these little different sort of tunnels and avenues and like little kind of gardens to explore and there's so many things to look at. But it is, you know, it's a magical, magical place. There's no denying it. It has such deep entrenched roots in the in the music world with like, you know, Freddie Mercury obviously having kind of hung out there back in the day and like... You know, Wham! obviously recording Club Tropicana, which, you know, is a very famous fact about it. And it's, you know, it just feels very fitting for what you're creating. And I I also, that's exactly why I started to teach there, because it does feel like the right spot for it. But I like the fact that you've got all of this. Yeah, you're really like using the energy to its optimum um, and the kind of combination and collaborations to maximise the space and the kind of like little nooks and crannies, so to speak.
0: Yeah, like last year, we had this. I had this whole thing to do. Um, so in the so in the day, that's all the daytime stuff. Plus we've got healers as well, and um, then we've got music and healthy food and drinks and mermaids around the pool. And then in the nighttime, it goes into the dance. So we go into Freddie's, which is Freddie Mercury's old bedroom, and I call it the space rave. And then I've got this room, uh, which is called Chez Fez, which I call the Cosmic Cave. And I opened it with a womb blessing ceremony last year. And one of the things I still need to do is make signs. And I never made any signs, so it was really... I remember you calling me up the day before, can you pay me some signs? I was like, yeah, sure. But I,
1: yeah, just didn't have a minute to spare.
0: <laughs> and yeah, anyway, it never happened. So, and then schedules. Let's get on it now. No, I've got some sorted today. I'm oh, okay. it. I'm on it, I'm on okay. it. Okay, well, I've just the thought, it could
1: be a nice little project.
0: Yeah! And, um, and then, so... It, it, the only re- the way you would get to go to this uh, womb blessing is if you found me because I would just grab people and go, "You come and do your womb, come and get your womb blessed." And it's just really I love things like that because it's people that would never have thought about it as well. Because this is my biggest uh, wish for it all is to is to plant seeds for people that wouldn't have thought about something and then they try it and they're like, "Oh my god, wow!" Like that was amazing. And then we had a whole sound healing. We had different sound healers come in and do like crystal meditation, gong meditations. After that. And then we went just into Freddy's, and it was the um, it was amazing. Like Acid Acid Mondays, well, Alex from Acid Mondays played. Ali Love played, and um, and some others. I've just forgotten all their names.
1: <laughs> but it was really. You had some ridiculous DJs play there, though. Over the over the years, it's not just been you know you've had some epic names there.
0: Very yeah, really 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 grateful for that. So they all played for the cause as well. So Jamie Jones played uh, Ellen Alien, Josh Wink, Carl Craig. Um, actress was supposed to play the last one but he missed his flight uh, The music is amazing The music is really super super amazing And this year I've got some really awesome people Shonky played as well um, What have you got coming up this year in the four events? I can't tell you the DJs Because they're, they're always secret But So this year's going to focus on the chakras So we're going to do four events at Pikes So the chakras are the energy centres of the human body uh, We have seven for our human body And they're said to be a lot more above and around But I really this was the first language that I uh, resonated with, like an energetic language, because it helped me instead of thinking, oh, my God, this is happening. I would look at what chakra that was in and the energy of that chakra and what I could do to help heal that energy rather than getting stuck in the story of it all. And it's like healing what I needed to do with it all. So that's my intention. Um, The first one is June the 7th. So it would be on the root chakra. And there's going to be like... There's going to be healers and talks in the daytime. And I want to do a lot of things about caring for Mother Earth. Because that is our... That is our biggest root as well. And she's really in trouble. And she really needs our help. So I'm going to have like gardening workshops. Herb workshops as well coming in. And um, what else? Help... Like all the food and drink are going to be related to the root chakra as well. And then the music is going to be programmed relating to that also. And what else? Yeah, we've got the night market. We're going to have a cacao ceremony. Um... Ah, I can't remember. And then the second one is, uh, it's going to be on the sacral chakra. So that's all about creative creation and creativity. And this is our throne and our sex. This is where this comes from. So we're going to have, um, it's going to be a bit wild. I'm hopefully doing it with a, a kind of joint tranny party with this party in Berlin called Goys and Bells. And it's also Baby Jane Electro Queen, who is the smallest drag queen in the world's birthday. So, darling, she's going to celebrate her birthday there. <laughs> I can't wait. And oh my God, I can't wait for that. It's going to be, that one's going to be really bonkers. And just like, I can already feel, oh, I'm going to have Tantra for each one as well, because Tantra really helps you connect on a deep level to your chakras. So, that's a big one. Um, but yeah, that one I'm really excited about because it's waking up that energy as well. It's our second strongest energy center of our human body next to the heart. And, um, honestly can't remember what's going on right now but there's loads this it's just going to be a wonderful amalgamation of things and then we're going to have the um ah and then we're going to have the third one which is on the solar plexus which is all about self-empowerment and shining your sunshine within and transformation is the word and then in september we have the heart which is all about love giving unconditional love
1: uh service harmony so we'll see what happens And it sounds amazing. And I just have to say that I I remember attending last year. I can't remember. What was the date of the one last
0: year? October the 4th.
1: Yeah, I did come to that. And I don't know what was going on with me, but I was not having a good day. And I did think, I don't want to go. I just don't want to go. I'm not going to go. And the last thing I need is to be surrounded by all of this healing madness and all of these crazy people. And it's just not what I need right now. And i was just having one of those days. And then I went with a friend and I did the beautiful Donna's um, yoga class which was just amazing to have seen her come full journey and like you know I hadn't actually experienced her class since she became a teacher Um, so I did that and then I went into a breathwork class which I really possibly was a little bit too much in the state that I was in but actually it was just like unbelievable like I just had yeah major breakthrough and then went straight into Trisha's Kundalini sort of almost two hours and then some mantra thing with this incredible musician that she brought in and it was just like a four and a half hours of my life of just total deep work and by the end of it I was practically, yeah, literally just walking on water. You were buzzing. I really remember that now. Thank you, mm. for, thank you for reminding me.
0: Yeah. And that's the magic of it all. Like, for me, what happens with them is like I set the intention and then all of the people that, all of the people that are meant to be there come together and it's really trusting in that process and, and the work that we're there to do because it's, it the the, one of the reasons why I do it for charity is because it it means you're giving something of yourself for something greater than yourself um and it makes it a spiritual experience it's like when you teach a yoga class and you dedicate your practice to someone else and it's um for me it's like you're going in there and I really love it when someone does the whole 12 hours because that for me is pretty magic because then they're getting the full experience of what it is but I also really love it if you're coming in and doing this five hours because that was like deep work
1: and um yeah. I don't think I could have taken any more. No. <laughs> I
0: was literally I mean, finished after that. It was rave after that, but...
1: Oh, God, no. I I really wanted to come. I can't remember who was playing. I was like, ah, I would just love to get involved right now and just go in the dance floor and just, like, release all of the kind of energy that I'd just, like, yeah. built up in my body and all the blockages I felt I'd just worked through. But... I was like, ooh, that could go horribly wrong actually. I'm so open right now after all of that. I was just like, yeah, maybe not. But I uh, this this year I'm actually going to block those four days out of my diary and I hope I'm gonna be teaching on that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think maybe I think we talked about the soda plexus one for you to teach,
1: didn't we? We did indeed. Obviously, that would be yeah, amazing. Yeah, be awesome. So I'm definitely gonna come to all four and I encourage everybody that's even thinking twice about it right now you know, a small donation to charity or a large donation to charity, if you can. I um, mean, you went and gave the paycheck from last year's event to Caritas today, no? Just
0: now, yeah. So last year we raised almost 7,000 euros. I thought it was less than that, but actually it was a lot more. Um, so yeah, and, and we split it between three charities. So the first one was Love Support Unite. The second one, uh, which is a charity based in Africa for um, to support sustainable community growth. And they have these amazing glasses called Love Specs, which you see love heart rainbows everywhere. Uh second one was Choose Love, so that's for the refugee crisis in Europe, which, and also because the theme was love, everyone got love things, so you have got a love t-shirt, or you have got a love pair of glasses, and then the other charity was for a homeless charity in Ibiza, um, and we gave it to Caritas today, because I was going to give it to someone else, but then they're not quite sure what they're doing, so I wanted to really give it to someone that knows what they're doing at this point, and maybe we can change it later for next year, for this year, um, but yeah, I went in there today, so I gave them €2,222, Euros, which is brilliant and um they were super happy really really happy and they they're dealing with like a, i think they said there's like 150 people registered with them last year or something and they've got this like little building where they've got a charity shop on the bottom and they come and feed people breakfast and dinner i think it is every day like 50 people a day they they're working with and then they've got a room upstairs where everyone sleeps and they were telling me um it's mostly men coming over from europe and it's yeah it's 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 interesting it's so interesting this and and I've spoken to a few people about the homeless situation in Ibiza and it's a lot of it people are coming to the island because you know I don't know if it's like the Hollywood thing like go to Hollywood like ah oh, my dream and then it, it all hits you what's actually going on like everything's got so much more expensive and people can't do certain things so um and then you know obviously there's there's so much temptation on this island and so many possibilities and I always call this the island of. Um, if you know what you're doing, Ibiza really supports you. If you don't know what you're doing, Ibiza really supports that because it would just like, you're just spiral into this absolute thing of confusion and what's going on. But if you're here and you're like, oh, I'm going to do this and like be super focused, then you'll you'll nail it. But it's um, it's really interesting. But yeah, and and they're really lovely people working there. So. Yeah, I'm really happy it's gone there. I feel really good because it's funny. It's like that's the big intention why I started all of this. But then there's so many other things that are happening like on so many different levels at Cosmic Pineapple that um, for me, it's a big consciousness experiment as well. Not Yeah, experiment um, to plant seeds for people to wake up. And, you know, the, the whole thing behind Cosmic Pineapple actually is about the pineal gland. So which is the tiny little gland at the center of your brain and it controls the circadian rhythm. So your sleep and wake patterns. And a lot of it is, uh, what's the word, calcified and asleep because of, like, water of... Is it chlorine? No, what's it in the water? Fluoride. Fluoride in the water, in the toothpaste, and, and our pineal gland gets calcified. And so we get... Our brain gets more closed and and we get very small-minded. But when you do things like meditation... And cacao is really good, which we've just drank, um, for opening up and cleaning it as well. And just all these things, you start opening up and then you have all these mystical cosmic
1: experiences, which, um, yeah, it's great. Cosmic. (laughs) Of course it's cosmic. It's you. (laughs) And you are sitting here in your star galaxy leggings. And we have just had a cup of really lovely... Warm cacao, which actually I really needed because I've got to go and teach in a minute. So I was just like, oh, perfect. That is way better for me than a cup of coffee, which I was sort of uh, leaning towards five minutes ago. Mm. I mean, you know, you have made a massive transition. This is why, you know, I kind of called this the reset rebel. It's like, you know, you've gone from working full time in music and this is your first year. I mean, it was the end of last year. I remember it distinctly when when you had this conversation and you were like, this is it. I'm shutting up sharp. The Rebel Butterfly is no more. I mean, even when I was working at BBC Six Music and getting those emails from you. Me, I mean, again, that was another part of our little journey, like yeah. right, working in music there. And it's just to have seen you like go through this amazing transformation is, is really exciting and really incredible. And I'm really, really tough for you. And the fact that this is your first year of like, you know, going solo and like you say, putting all your eggs in this basket and you know, you're pretty sure. So I think that you are not going to be fine. And this project is just epic. You know, you've you've not just like thrown this together in five minutes. It's been going on for years now and it's really successful. And it's it's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Yeah, it balls out, as they say. Um, but yeah, yeah, and you know what?
0: Butterfly, which when I called Rebel Butterfly Rebel Butterfly, I didn't realise that butterfly was a symbol of transformation. I just... That's your alarm, by the way. That's my alarm for yoga. That's your alarm for <laughs> yoga. Um, but yeah, and then it's and then now the butterfly is transformed into something else. And I'm also going to do cosmic corners at festivals. So festival is the first one, which I'm really happy about because I went to the first festival. Uh, and Rob De Bank is really funny. He's an elf and he pushed me in the pool in Ibiza the first time I met him. So this good like he's he's cheeky as well, so it gets it. So things like that. And you know, I love I love the weird and wonderful, and this year with Cosmic Pineapple, um, I, I called it "Calling All Wild Childs," and I made a little poem, which was "Calling All Wild Childs." And I've forgotten the
1: poem again. <laughs> <laughs> I love your ability to forget stuff. Things. It makes me feel so much better about what myself because I forget childs? everything all the time. Oh my god! And I, I thought it was just me, but it's not. So that's good.
0: Can I can I find it and read it? I am going to find it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You ready? Are you ready? It's only a little... I was
1: born ready. Here, okay, cool. go for it.
0: Calling all wild childs with magical styles and creative minds whose vision sees more than what meets the eyes. That's it. <laughs> <Borders>. <laughs> and then there's a dot, dot, dot on the end of that. But um, yeah, it's for people that are a bit wild and, and want to be a bit more cosmic and also very real. And and this is the creative change makers as well, because I've seen, I've done a lot of research on how art has transformed culture and over many, many years, and, you know, people follow the politicians and moan and moan and moan about the politicians, but actually we all have the power inside us to create that change, whether it be a tiny little thing like doing recycling or loving our neighbour a little bit more, or something a bit bigger with our art and our work and just giving a bit more, so, you yeah, know, cosmic.
1: Cosmic. Cosmic. Yeah. Um, well, I could, yeah, talk to you for hours more about your cosmic journey, but, um, I mean, how are you finding, you know, like, you know, this being your first year without working in music and of course you are bringing that into your work through the healing sort of um, festivals that you're running but like you know how are you finding it kind of like literally putting all your eggs in the yoga basket
0: oh my god it's it's, it's interesting because you know you go through so many different stages I remember the first week I taught yoga I had like a full class like 13 people or something and then the next week no one came and I was like oh okay <laughs> it's just really like oh but it's just a building thing and you know when i started in music and started in dance music and started my own company everything came along at exactly the right moment and when i think when you're aligned with source and you're aligned with your heart and and you're and you're guided you know things happen at exactly the right time like i'm sure you've experienced this as well but and it's just i'm really trusting and i just know that this is what i'm meant to be doing I'm, and i finally have the confidence to do it as well because before i've worked for many artists and i've supported and All of that, many, many artists through different things. And now it's actually, I've got to believe in myself and my vision and what I want to do. And Cosmic Pineapple's really helped me with that because it was emailing journalists and stuff like that over the last two, three years. I'm like, oh my God, do I believe in myself? Like, and then it's now I'm finally believing in myself and what my mission is. I don't quite know what my mission is, but I know it's something to do with planting seeds of awakening. And um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but um, it's, it's, it's interesting. And I'm just, yeah, trusting in the flow and I know that I'm, I'm, I'm here in service so that's a big thing that I learned at my last yoga teacher training It's just like be in service all the time and I've got like the little the little bitch that sometimes comes through but then I'm but, like my awareness is, is good with her <laughs> we've all got that inside of us
1: we all definitely do there's just no covering her up these
0: are my bitch shades today
1: <laughs> I'm going to take a photo of you and uh, post that as the official photograph of this- <laughs> Because they are epic Yay. literally epic Bitches. your giggles are so high pitched; they actually completely dulled the microphone then oh my god amazing <laughs> thanks <laughs> anytime that was cosmic <laughs> only dogs can hear that
0: um yeah oh yeah but it's, it's great and i'm really enjoying it and i'm really and i feel really supported actually like the people that are really that are supporting me is really um it's amazing and i'm really happy and like yourself like thank you very much and it's just yeah, I just have to keep on doing the good things. And that's, that's, I realized the other day, my main job right now is to make sure I feel as good as possible because then I can give out more good energy to people. And that's it. And I was like, oh my God, that's so interesting. Because if I feel aggy and then I go into a class giving someone agginess, then they're going to be like, so, oh, sorry, that was a face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a face that you can't see on the podcast. I just had an epic idea. Okay. Uh, I've got to go, as we know, because the alarm's just gone off to teach. But, why wouldn't we have the final minute of you on your bowls in your room in your bedroom and you can just play us one minute of healing sounds and heal me before I go and teach as well and just uh, bring me back to planet earth after all that cosmicness we're just walking through the finca that's the bathroom it sounds like I'm in a toilet here we are oh look wow she's got them all laid out at the foot of her bed with all these amazing oh crystal magic. Your magic wand is in my car, though. Your magic wand is oh, in yeah. the car. Okay, I can She's wait. Um, okay, so we're going to end today's podcast with the magical Kim Booth on the old. Uh, I would say the ones and twos, but there's four. Four magical bowls. <laughs> that that's into one aren't it? I really felt like I could hear a woman's voice coming out of it that actually spanned me out quite slightly you sang oh, Yes. Yeah, I sang. Wait, is that what it was I was like oh my god this is surreal <laughs> hey, I sing I did not know that hey. I was just like where is that coming from there must be <laughs> yeah it sometimes
0: comes out oh That's really- god, too good <laughs>
1: it was beautiful I was like oh. god it's like an opera singer had entered the room maybe the ghost of the house or something oh anyway I really have got to go because I'm going to be late like, but Kim Booth of Cosmic Pineapple I just honestly thank you so much for coming <laughs> on it's been so fun to have you here <laughs> it's been amazing thank you I loved it <laughs> thank you <laughs> So, if that got your cosmic juices pumping, um, do come and join us at Cosmic Pineapple next week, absolutely free of charge at Pike's Hotel. That's the 7th of June, it's on Thursday, that's the first edition uh, of the festival. And we're going to be having uh, other elements of that on July the 5th, July the 26th, and September the 6th, um, culminating in a secret location retreat planned from October the 21st, the 25th, which we are hoping there is also going to be a free spot on for one of our Reset Rebels. So do get in touch with us on just the good news, please at gmail.com or go and check out our website. That's theresetrebel.com and come and follow us on Instagram at The Reset Rebel. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you along uh, once again this week and we'll hopefully see you on the tennis courts for Once Upon a Time on Thursday. See you next week.